Welcome to my life. Welcome to all the ups, the downs, the roller coasters, and everything that we're going through here in the Kalush Casa. All right, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you guys for all the feedback you give me and all the stories you allow me to share. All right, enjoy. Motherfucking October, man. Welcome to it. Um, I tell you guys, this month right here had been the the clearest month as far as people goes, right? So everybody came out the out the gate sprinting, right? At this point, you know, during this process, the uh, a lot of people fell off, you know, which is whatever. No love lost there. I I know, you know, people are people. It's all good. But uh, those people that stuck around, uh, that are still sticking around, really, really got me to the next level this month, all right? Uh, this is the first month that we had holidays, had to celebrate, you know, uh, Halloween, whether it's a holiday in your mind or not, it's still something if you have children, right? The matching Halloween costumes, the, the making it magical, making it special, the, the decorations, the, the spookiness, whatever the case is, right? And I had, you know, two really great families, uh, the Almontes and the Reos, and we did Halloween, and we did it right, you know. And I'll tell you guys, man, it was, uh, it was great. It was, it was, it was one for the ages, you know. Little man's first Halloween too. We got dressed up like Thanos. Ava was dressed up. Thanos was dressed up like Thanos. Ava was dressed up like Wonder Woman, and I was dressed like the the Hulk skinny brother. But um. Yeah, definitely cool, definitely great, and I tell you guys, man, this is, a, this, is this whole you know who's there for you is, is is crazy to me, right? Because and I didn't say this before, but out of all of Amanda's friends and all these people I see posting on her wall on Facebook and everything like that, two, I'm sorry, three, three people, two came to the house, three people total reached out. You know what I mean? Like, don't fucking sit here and say how sad you are and shit. You don't have to fucking like me. I got you. I don't like you either. I barely like any of Amanda's friends, man. You guys are fucking worthless. Um, not all of you, but you know who you are if you're listening to this. And uh, they were just negative, you know what I mean? Like, this is my thing, right? If you are in a relationship, we know relationships aren't going to be 100% fucking great all the time. If Amanda came to you and vented or said something, you know what I mean, about her relationship, that's what it was. That's just like your relationship went through some shit, too. Don't fucking sit here and be like, oh, my God, Jay, just go ahead and leave him or, you know, oh, no, girl, you don't need to be doing this, blah, blah, blah. Man, man, fuck you guys. If you said that, fuck you. All right. Um, but those are the friends that you, I, don't, I don't feel like people need around. I tell you, I had some buddies. First of all, I'm very, very private with my personal life. I feel like if I open up that gate, that door, whatever, for people to know that there's something going on in my house, then then I'm saying I want more hands in the pot. And I'm telling you, I don't want more hands in the pot. Usually it's a problem when you guys, when people bring more hands into their marriage. Um, it's okay to have those, you know, handful of friends to vent to, whatever the case is. And that's what it is. I tell you guys, uh, the two people that I really talk to and vent to, you know, none of them have ever been like, oh, my God, you got to leave Amanda. Or, oh, my God, you don't deserve this. Nothing. It's just, you know, get it off your chest and, you know, you, you keep it moving. But not once have they ever been like said anything negative about my wife. Because at the same time, when I'm talking bad, not talking bad, but venting about our marriage, 
I'm not ever, ever, ever going to excuse any kind of disrespect toward my wife because at the end of the day, she's still my wife. And I'm not going to sit here and look like a clown saying how much I hate this woman or whatever the case is. And then two, three days later, you see me all lovey-dovey with her. It doesn't work that way in my mind. All right. So if you're listening to this and you're one of those people in that couple, keep your shit private. All right. Unless you really mean it when you say you want to leave, leave. All right. Period. But let me get back on track, though. So this month, the best thing that happened this month was Apple. So I, if you guys have Apple products right now and your spouse doesn't know the password, like the like the on the phone password to get into the phone, or the password for your iCloud, it's a, it, it takes hell and high water to get into that phone. So Amanda and I both have you know everything is Apple product from our uh, Macs, our uh, uh, laptops, our iPads, our watches, our phones, everything. And you know that's a that's a. One, it's a lot of money and products laying around there that I can't get into. Two, you know, that's, a, that's an entire life inside of your product. You think about how many pictures you take on a daily basis or on a, mo- a weekly basis. You know, how many memories you got in your in your phone. And I wanted those memories. I wanted those pictures. So uh, even though we had a will and it called out the, um, the Digital Privacy Act in there, Apple needed specific wording. So I went back and forth between them and the courts to make sure I got everything I needed in order to get access to our iCloud account. And I got it, you know, I got it. And that was uh, one of the biggest victories, you know, since everything happened. And I uh, I got to take all the pictures off of her phone, put them on a thumb drive. That way, you know, later on in life, Abe will have them. I'll still have them. Little man will have them. She took a lot more pictures than I did, believe it or not. I know she didn't post as much as I did, but her phone is just nothing but like 300 gigs in pictures. And um, anyway, got them. So that, that was a huge victory. And I can't tell you how, how happy I was that day at the same time it was super super uh, uh, sad right so Amanda kept the journal in her notes and that journal it was you know just her talking back and forth to herself she held on to a lot of negative memories right so every time something she wanted to vent she vented to her notes so she'd have her little journal in there and she'd just talk now I got that everybody has their process and everything like that and with that, you know, I, I've always known about her notes section. I didn't know she was still doing it currently, but, you know, a few years back, I told her, I said, you know, why do you hold on to all the negative memories? Like, you go on your notes, there's never any notes about the private or the, the, the happy memories. I said, if you're just going to keep a highlight reel of everything and go back and read, and it's all, all it's going to do is upset you and remind you, you know, how much, you know, I suck as a husband, as a as a man, as a father, whatever, whatever you're writing about, you know, um, that's not doing anything for, for our marriage to, to grow, to, to flourish, to, to build off of, you know, that. And I know I told you guys earlier, I don't really share too much private stuff. But at this point right here, like we're just doing it, you know, we're, we're going through this. And and um, eventually you guys even know how she passed away. All right. Or why she passed away, whatever the case is, whatever you're wondering about this process, you'll you'll know soon enough. All right. Stick with me. What really got me, though was uh, I went inside her text messages and she reached out to one of our neighbors and she said, hey, you know, I, this is back in July and she's saying, like, you know, I really don't feel good. I need to talk to somebody. So I reached out to these neighbors, right? They hadn't talked to me since this shit happened. They came to the house, you know, tried, like, hugs and all that other bullshit, dragging mud with this bitch's dirty-ass fucking shoes through my goddamn house. Never forget that shit. Uh, even when I was angry, I was like, fucking shoes off of my house. But in my head, I didn't say that out loud because, you know, I'm grieving. But, um, yeah, so she, uh, I reached out to them. I said, you know, what is this, what is this message about? 
and and uh, her husband was like, I, I prefer to stay out of it. Like, well, motherfucker, you're already in it. There's no preferring anything, all right? I want to know what my wife came over and talked to you guys about, you know, a month before she passed away. Let me know how she was feeling. Like, let me know what was going on. And uh, he's like, well, whatever it was, it was private between, you know, uh, the, the girls. And whatever it was, uh, had, had his wife change her view on me, which is whatever, right? So I responded very, very rudely and fucking politely at the same time. You know, I don't give a fuck what your opinions are about me. I'm not here asking for your opinions. Give zero fucks about what you think. You know, these people, we had shared our marriages. I mean, had stories, you know, about our marriages because, you know, we're neighbors uh, for the last four years. So these motherfuckers told me about, like, how, you know, his wife cut up his IDs, how he had to choke her out because she came after him with a fucking knife. You know, I don't judge people. I don't judge people. Yeah, I know. You're like, fine. I can't believe you're saying this shit right now. I don't give a fuck. I'm not saying no names. They're going to both suck a dick. So, um... And I felt judged. Like, I sat here and I was a good, I was a true friend. I never talked bad about either one of them or whatever the case is. And here I am, I find a message on her phone and I just want some clarity. I want some closure still. You know what I mean? What the fuck was going on with my wife? And, you know, I'm not around all the time. So those people that she kept around, and that's why I go back to this whole friend thing, right? Don't fucking be a friend that just sits here and enables. Don't fucking be a friend that say, look, keep this from my husband or keep this from my wife. Nobody knows people like their fucking spouses no matter what the story is no matter what the anger is behind it like if there was an issue for example that they knew about in july and they actually came and talked to me about it maybe i wouldn't be able to address some things within my household or to my wife to make things maybe feel a little different but they kept that from me and they're still you know i asked i said you know was there was a certain topic topic talked about i said no it's not that and that was it he's like you know then Went about his, like, his text message, like, hey, once again, really sorry for your family's loss. Fuck you and your sorries. You know what I mean? Point blank. There's nothing to be sorry about. Fuck you and fuck your wife. All right? I know you guys are thinking, like, Fadi, man, you seem angrier right now. Nah, this, uh, this month has just been, it's been that. I've been, I've been more angry than anything. I've been, I feel like I've gotten my life taken away from me. And I'm not saying, like, I'm not happy for the blessings that we actually do have here in this household. I am very thankful. Me and the big man upstairs talk every day. And I'm thankful for everything we have. But I tell you guys, man, there's so much anger inside my body as to why I'm going, why my kids got to go through this, why I got to go through this. And nothing's going to change. Nothing's ever going to change. And on top of that, you know, there's, there's so many mental blocks in my head. Uh, about a lot of things, you know, like, you know, imagine having to wake up and, and just play normal all the time, go to work, do what you got to do day in and day out, make sure your kids are, you know, fully functioning children and normal while you're just eating these memories up and you're replaying everything, you know, and I'll tell you guys right now, man, I, um, uh, I, I found Amanda when she passed and, you know, having her lifeless body in my hands was just something I can't. Having the look that just it just burned into my eyes, all right. That the feel of her body burned into my my memory, and it's just I can't get that out of my head. You know, I don't I don't think about it, I don't dwell on it, but at the same time, like I can't help it sometimes when I do close my eyes or when I, you know what I mean. I feel I feel some kind of way. I feel like I'm I'm never gonna be able to get that back. I'm never gonna get my normal back, man. It, you know. Time, they say time heals all. I, yeah, maybe, all right? Time doesn't delete all, though. 
you just learn to live with the shit that you're you're fucking living with. And that's what time does. That's what they mean. That's what I think they mean by time heals all. It doesn't heal all. You just fucking learn to suck shit up and call it a day. And let me go ahead and stop for a second. If you guys are bothered by my vulgarity or my, my choice of language, uh, please let me know. All right. And uh, maybe I'll do something. I don't know. Maybe I'll do whatever. Like I said, raw, unfiltered, and unscripted. And this is all I can give you guys right now. And this is just how I, this is the, the thoughts of my brain coming out, out of my lips. We're coming up on the, the climax of pumpkin spice season with Thanksgiving and Christmas and all that great stuff. And uh, I tell you guys, I'm dreading it. I am dreading it. All right. Love y'all. All right. Stay strong. Keep pushing. Be easy.